Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. I'm excited to be with you as always. I get to sit down on a regular basis with amazing people throughout Northwest Arkansas to talk about their businesses, to talk about their organizations, to talk about just life in general here in the Ozarks. And so without further ado, I want to move forward and share my next guest with you. She is sitting down with me here in the Furman Garner studio at KUAF. You guys know that that we record here on a regular basis now. We're so thankful for this relationship that we have with KUAF. It's the the only public radio station in Northwest Arkansas. It's definitely have to check out the station when you get a chance. And of course, as you know, because we have built a relationship with them, we are also featured on Ozarks at Large every Tuesday. So you can definitely check out 
a segment of the most recent I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast on Ozarks at Large. And so that's exciting. It's great hanging out with Kyle Kellums and the the rest of the amazing staff here at KUAF. And so we're really thankful and honored to be a part of what these guys are doing. But sitting in front of me is Krista Cloud. And Krista Cloud, if you guys love kombucha, you would love Krista Cloud. She is the founder of Natural State Beverage. And I had a chance to connect with Krista on another project that I was working on. And I said, you know what? I want to tell your story on this podcast. I am Northwest Arkansas. And so Krista and I, we, we kind of worked out our schedules. It took a little while, but we finally got together. And I'm sitting here looking at a bunch of cans of, of newly minted kombucha and natural sodas. There's ginger, root beer, mango, pineapple, kombucha, dark cherry, fresca, natural soda, and black elderberry, natural soda. And I mean, listen, I've had a lot of these and these guys know what they're doing. So without further ado, I want to welcome Krista Cloud to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. That was quite an introduction. It Thank is. you. It I loved it. I, I like I like to tee people up and make them feel special, right? Because yeah. I mean, we're, we're all special and it's definitely something that we need to be reminded of from time to time. So. Yeah. Yeah. And we're here with all of my drinks. I feel like I'm not the only one here. I feel like it's a whole conversation here. So. And, and today was canning day. Today was a canning day. Yeah. So we were canning up black elderberry and I left to come to the interview and yeah, here we are. And I got I brought you one that's fresh. You okay. know, within the hour, it's been canned. That's so. it. That's that's very cool. So I cannot wait to drink that. I just had my coffee, so I'm looking forward to taking advantage of these. And certainly I'm excited and, and we'll learn a little bit more about where you can find your beverages around Northwest Arkansas. But first, I would love for you just to give your superhero origin story <laughs> to our audience, right? I mean, it's, and like, like I said, I think it's important. And I say this all the time. I mean, you know, people don't care until they know why they should care, right? And that's why I think stories are important. That's why people are important. And so I'd love for you just to kind of let this audience know a little bit about Krista Cloud and who you are. Sure. Okay. So Natural State Beverage Company is owned and operated by myself and my partner, Ty Cloud, business partner and spouse. So we're going to back up a little bit here. Probably 10 years ago when my husband first introduced me to Arkansas, he said, hey, we're going to go down for the week and we're going to go rock climbing in Arkansas. And I said, what? What is Arkansas? What is rock climbing? I fell in love with the state. I fell in love with rock climbing. He eventually got me into mountain biking and all things outdoors. So we lived in southwest Missouri for a time and we were what you would call weekend warriors. Every weekend we were driving somewhere to Arkansas. So I love it because I can still remember Bentonville with Slaughter Pin 1 and being like, those were the original trails, you know? So Got to see, you know, Arkansas grow from a distance. And yeah, it was kind of uh, dreamy coming to Arkansas. It really just like won our hearts over. Now, where were you from originally? I am a military brat. So I've, okay. I've, I've been around the country, but my husband is originally from Southwest Missouri, Monette, okay. Missouri. Okay. And then we lived in Joplin and Mount Vernon, which is very, very country, Amish communities. Mm -hmm. So yeah, when we decided we wanted to create a business, we felt like we were called to this area. Northwest Arkansas was going to be where we need to go. Yep. So let's talk about why we decided to do this because, you know, mountain bikers, climbers, beverage industry, they aren't typically, they don't go hand in hand. So because of our outdoor activities, we're always showing up to bike races, bike events, climbing festivals, all of these different things where it's very commonplace um, to have local breweries. So lots of beer. 
my husband decided for health reasons about five and a half years ago that he was no longer going to be drinking. And we're like, okay, but what now? Like, you know, how are we going to show up to these events? It's a very social thing, you know, like, and what is going to take the place of that beer in his hand? And he's like, okay, we got to come up with something. And we've always kind of had these side hobbies. You know, we used to brew our own beer, Okay, you know, eight or nine years ago. I tried that one time. (laughs) It's a lot of work, right? It's a lot of work. It was definitely a side hobby. We had made some for like a friend's wedding. Like we were definitely, we dabbled in it. And I had tried kombucha a long time ago, failed miserably, like used cheesecloth, got flies in it. It was a horrible disaster. I was like, you know what? It's way easier to buy it. So, but I did eventually get back into it and I was brewing it for our family. And I was like, oh, babe, like let's drink kombucha instead of beer. And he's like, well, I want more. Like I want something. I want a treat, you know, like if I'm going to have a beer, like my treat, I need something similar. So he started creating the original flavor, which is the ginger soda, which we have sitting up here right now. And that is what he created and fell in love with it. And he's brewing these like five gallon kegs in our house of soda. So that's kind of where it all started with this love is just another side hobby. We also hosted a bikepacking event about three years ago. And it was very grassroots. We're like, okay, we're going to bring our friends. We're going to bring our own drinks. We even brought our own homegrown oyster mushrooms, like very like let us serve you. And we brought our kombucha and our soda out into the middle of the woods and like this kegerator cooler. Like I love our humble beginnings. But yeah, people are like, so where can we buy this? And we're like, oh, we don't sell it. And they're like, why not? And we're like, why would we get into the beverage industry? (laughs) You know, like why would we do that? Let's do biking events. But as we found out, biking's super saturated. It's great. It's in Northwest Arkansas. It's here, but it's not going to be our standout business move. And we're like, okay, people love this. What do we need to do to do this? So my husband's background is in the trucking industry. So he knows about all of the heavy equipment that goes into cleaning out trucks and different things like that, food grade. So that was his background. Mine was making one gallon things of kombucha at home. I'm like, okay, how can we scale this up? So YouTube was our best friend. We failed miserably <laughs> several times. You know, we reached out to local breweries. And that was the coolest thing about Northwest Arkansas is I was like, hey, we need to move here. And then we moved here and we made these connections with some of the local breweries and owners and different things. And they're like, how can we help you? You know, like you need space, you need old equipment. Like that was really cool to lock in and be like, we have this plan. And they're like, okay, let's do it. You know, so we were able to rent some space from a brewery, buy some old brew tanks from a brewery. So like a lot of things kind of go hand in hand with as far as the beverage industry goes. So yeah. We jumped in, we sold our farm in Southwest Missouri, moved to Arkansas, literally sold the farm on this dream of creating a beverage company. (laughs) And people are always like, you know, what's it like owning your own business? And I'm like, you're going to work harder than you ever have for way less. And, but you're your own boss. And so this is kind of why I wanted to give my backstory is Natural State Beverage Company and our branding is very much us, very outdoor centered natural ingredients, because that's who we were. We wanted to be able to read a nutrition label and know exactly what's in it. Right. And we wanted something that was delightful. Like, yes, they're a soda, but they're a healthier option and you're going to enjoy it. You know, we created all of these recipes in our kitchen with our family and friends before they even hit the shelves. You know, we didn't like hire an outside company and was like, hey, we want this flavor. Can you make it for us? No, Mm -hmm. like we went in, we dug in, And time and time altered recipes until we found what we believed, like the perfect, you know, black elderberry recipe or ginger or what have you. 
Root beer. Yeah. Or yeah. The, oh, the root beer was a fun <laughs> one. We dug really deep into like the beginnings of, you know, what goes in here, you know, dark cherry bark, dandelion root, like all of these things to create what we have now. Sure, sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that because like, I mean, root beer to me is very sentimental. It was my grandfather's favorite soda. Uh-huh. And of course I was drinking just a fully sugary root beer growing up. But as I got older and I had like, there's, there's a company that does soda with natural sugar, Maine, mm-hmm. uh, Maine something or other, and a couple of local restaurants carry them. But, you know, there is, when you have, if you've had really good root beer that's made naturally, it just tastes different than like the Barks and some of the others. So For sure. Yeah. yeah. If you take a look at the ingredients, I'm not knocking anybody else, but people will try a root beer and be like, this is different. And I'm like, yeah, because most of the root beer you look at has root beer flavoring. And that's like all it lists are like caramel flavoring. And so we actually just got into the nitty gritty of like, all right, what are these actual ingredients that are supposed to create these flavors naturally? And then we jumped in from there. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) even just as you say that, right, it's like, of course, we know for those of you that don't know about ingredients, when you are reading an ingredients label, typically the thing that is the most or the most that takes up the most items or space in whatever you're looking at is listed first. So in this case, you've got obviously water, cane sugar, brown sugar, molasses, wild cherry bark, dried licorice root, cinnamon, ginger, dandelion root, cloves, botanical extracts, vanilla, sassafras, sarsaparilla. I mean, a lot of these items are actually really good for you. And and that's the crazy part about it. So it's not like high fructose corn syrup Uh, or, you know, FD&C red number three and all that other craziness. I mean, it's something that you can understand. And I think that makes a huge difference when you talk about the products that you guys are producing at Natural State Beverage. You should smell it on brew day in the production facility. <laughs> when we do that root beer, it just like comes out. Oh, it's so good. I wish you could like bottle up a smell for people, for the listeners. That to, may like, be another market that. for you. I so, know, right? Yeah, so scent. So, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, well, you think of aromatherapy. I mean, that's like a real thing. It so, is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that certainly does make a difference. So I love the story and the arc of how you guys got started and what, and you literally sold the farm to do this. And I love that that expression, but it's a reality for what you guys did. But I certainly want to, I don't want it to be lost on the listeners that you said something early earlier that really resonates with me. And I've heard it mentioned time and time again about Northwest Arkansas, right? And because this podcast is about Northwest Arkansas, this is a point that I want to drive home. And it's simply that there are it is it everything that I've seen in Northwest Arkansas leads me to believe that people are just abundantly generous in this area, giving of themselves, giving of their time. I mean, you said it yourself. You connected with companies that theoretically, because they make beverages, should be your competition. Right. But they were like, hey, Krista, what do you guys need? How can we help you? Mm-hmm. Right. And to me, that's like the greatest posture that you can make in business is, is when you come out and saying, how can I help? And I've kind of done that with my podcast because I've shared my platform with others that need to get the word out about something. But you guys went to several companies that are already making beverages and were aided and abetted, if you will, with the dream that you were, that was birthing inside of you guys, which is the natural state beverage company. How much did that mean to you? And were you surprised by the outpouring of support that you got? 
So one of my quotes that I have ever heard about three years ago is the well of success is never empty. Okay. And I, I like love that. that perspective. And it's very just like takes you from looking inward all the time to looking outward. It's just, it's a really great. Where did you get that quote from? Podcast. I'm a podcast junkie. Oh, um, okay. I, yeah, yeah. A I woman think, after my own heart. All right. That's what I like <laughs> yeah, to hear. Yeah, I think it so. was like Sonia Looney. She's a, okay. a professional mountain bike, mountain bike racer. But yeah, with that mindset, I came in and, you know, just started talking to people and asking, you know, I think that it's far easier to walk into a room and be like, I know nothing and to actually get some return on it to walk than to walk into a room and pretend you know everything. Yeah. So we literally walked in. We're like, we know nothing. <laughs> and we started with Mark Bray at Airship. We're like, we don't know where to start. And he is like, hey, I know these people from Bike Rack Brewing. I'm going to drop all the names because they have been amazing. And, you know, from there, it's just like continued connections of people just helping out with even silly questions. You know, like a month ago, I reached out to, we're getting ready to upgrade some equipment and we needed some help with the production side of what it would look like. So we don't like just jump in and make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to our neighbors, Ozark Beer. I was like, hey, this is really weird. Can we tour your facility? And they're like, oh yeah, come on in. We were welcome like family. They're like, oh yeah, come on in through the back door whenever you want. You <laughs> right. ever need anything? Like, So I don't know. I was kind of surprised, but honestly, I kind of felt like that's what we were going to get by moving here. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, you know, people come to Northwest Arkansas because of their values. I think that's what mm -hmm. really draws whether you're outdoor, healthy, like you want that community. And I think people are eager to offer that to you if you ask. Sure. Or sometimes even if you don't ask, they're like, this is Southern hospitality. Let us take you in. So, yeah, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You got to love that. <laughs> it, it never gets old. And I'm no longer surprised anymore when I hear stories like yours, right? Because I've been doing this, this being the podcast for a while now, four years, 223 episodes as of today. You know, I am never surprised at this, the outpouring of support that I hear from other people about, you know, what's happening in this area, the difference that, that somebody has made in somebody else's life that's trying to get something off the ground. And so I have found that in the process of birthing a business, getting a business started, and I use that word birthing, I mean, strategically, because I mean, you know, what people don't understand that don't run a business is that it is, it becomes part of you. And then at that part of you, you, you start to give away to others. And so, that is the beauty and the nature of entrepreneurship. And especially in this part of the country, if people are listening to this that are thinking about relocating here and wondering whether or not you would have a chance to start something fresh or start something new or take what you have existing and move it here to Northwest Arkansas and see if you can grow it maybe more effectively or efficiently, those things can happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, and you're a perfect testament to that. And so you don't necessarily have to sell your farm to come here. I mean, you can just sell your house and come to Northwest Arkansas. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities that that present themselves. So I would love for you just to, as you've kind of developed these different flavors, where can you kind of walk us through how you decided to focus on this? Because like kombucha as a beverage has been like, it, it's been a big thing for the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. But if I go back 10 or 15 years, nobody was really talking about kombucha. Right. Kombucha has really taken on a whole new life. And I mean, when Kavita, I think, was purchased by Pepsi, 
There are a couple of other, you know, mainline brands of kombucha, and then all kombucha is not created equal because some are pasteurized and some are not. And you know so, your stuff. I do know my stuff, <laughs> so, and I like kombucha. So, uh-huh. and so I think it's important, to, and that's why I only mess with the natural stuff and not some of these other kombuchas that, while packaged nicely and they look good, aren't necessarily as good for you. Because again, remember, with kombucha, I mean, you are taking in a live element, something that bacteria that you're that you're basically mm-hmm. eating, drinking, and and the goal is for you to get a healthier gut. And I love talking about healthy guts, right? It's it's one of those things that we never talk about, but it is the root source of a lot of maladies that we see in the world, but primarily in this country. Absolutely. Leaky gut, all kinds of issues that impact our health. And they've said that your gut is your second brain, mm-hmm. right? So you've got a brain up here in your head, but then you also have a second brain down in your stomach area. I don't know exactly where it's located, but it's down there. And if you don't take care of it, if you struggle by putting things into your body that end up affecting the growth of healthy bacteria that you have in there, that will upset the state of things. And I'm not a doctor and nor do I pretend to be one on TV, but I'm just stating the obvious that I've learned in reading some health books, listening to some podcasts, and just having a better understanding of You know, with your health, there are certain things that we can introduce into our bodies that can prolong things for us and and keep us upright longer. Right. And I think that's important. Yeah. So, oh man, there's so many things I want to hit on. I know you can (laughs) you can you can unpack this a million different ways. I know this podcast could go in a million different directions. I wanted to jump back real quick and talk about just real briefly, and we did sell our farm. And we sold our farm and invested that in the business. And this is because it was very important and a value of ours to keep Natural State Beverage Company ours, not necessarily selfish, but we wanted to make the calls. We wanted to call the shots. We wanted to claim that brand identity and keep it that way. That was very important to us. We wanted to control the ingredients that were going into our products. We don't always pick like the cheapest route when it comes to creating these products that are on your shelves. So that's really important to us that Natural State was and is Ty and Krista. It is our decisions. You might not always see us on the forefront. You know, we have a lot of people that will, you know, be ambassadors for us, but uh, it's definitely us behind the scenes making every, you know, on our can it says crafted with intention. Like we really were very intentional when it came to picking out the cans, picking out the labels, like what's written on the can. All of it was not just like some second thought. Like we really put a lot of thought into it. So. I wanted to mention that when it comes to creating our flavors and where everything started, oh man. Okay. So I brewed kombucha for my family. We would drink it raw, right? Raw mm-hmm. kombucha. I was fine with that. No um, flavor. No flavor. Okay. I did get into second fermentation when I had more time, you know, during COVID, everybody was making something. So I got into making ginger bugs and like fun second fermented kombucha, which all that means is you ferment the kombucha and then you add some type of flavoring, like maybe strawberries, and you put that in there and it does its second fermentation. And that's where the natural carbonation starts to occur. So when it comes to flavor, let's talk about the kombucha first. Our first kombucha launch was an herbal kombucha. That's no longer available. Mm -hmm. We discontinued that one. We came up with that one basically to create something totally different from any other of the local breweries. Um, Now we're your only local kombucha that's packaged and can be sold in this area right now. But yeah, we wanted to create flavors that generally pleased everybody's palate. Yeah. And so we made the strawberry herbal kombucha. That was a really good seller. But then came along the mango pineapple. And so far, almost everybody that tries it loves it. So with kombucha, we're going to break it down for you guys real quick. Kombucha is a fermented tea. For 
The flavors we have out right now, we brew a blend of black, green tea, and a herb called stingling, stinging nettle, which is actually something you can find here in Arkansas. But we use a dried stinging nettle in our tea. We brew that, you add sugar, and then you add that to already fermented kombucha that has something called a SCOBY. A SCOBY is a living organism. It is the bacteria that ferments your tea. So you add the tea, you can wait anywhere from four to six weeks, depending on what levels you want. We have ways of testing it. One is trying it. So everything that we create is based on our palate. And so I guess we have decent palates. And then we also test the titratric acid and the pH levels. So we have a window of levels that we will base our kombucha on. And so every kombucha company is going to have their own window mm -hmm. of what they work with. And we have found ours. It's what we like. It's what we think you guys seem to like. But that's going to be different from, let's say, G GTs. Sure. They're going to have a slightly different flavor profile. The other thing you're going to notice is we are going to have a different flavor profile because you're buying a local product. So our product isn't having to be shipped across the country. It's literally brewed and then brought to your stores within, I mean, our kombucha sells really good, two to three weeks. You're literally getting like really fresh kombucha. And so that's kind of the difference you get. I mean, not only are you supporting a local company, but you're getting a better quality product. Yeah. As well. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's along the same lines as when people say farm to table. Right. Right. It's, you think of that, right? Like, I mean, literally... Literally, you just brewed some of the items that are sitting before me, and now they're right here in front of me to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's not something that you can get every day. And I will give a shout out to GT because, you know, this is a young man that started his kombucha company. He was young mm -hmm. and, you know, he wanted to create something healthy and he didn't go the way of pasteurization. At least I don't think so. But no, uh, it's yeah, all raw so it's all raw because I still it's, it's the one kombucha that I get if I'm on the road. I'm like, okay, I can definitely get GTs. I know that it's decent kombucha, right? right. And But I do try to look at other local providers of kombucha wherever I go. I always, typically, if you go to a co-op anywhere around the country, you'll find local kombucha offerings. But GTs will be sitting up there right alongside They them. will be. Yeah. They will be, absolutely. So, And that's always a good sign because most co-ops are typically very strategic about what they will place on their shelves. Well, GTs definitely set the bar for the rest of us. And yeah. we're all of us kombucha brewers are standing on their shoulders, you yeah, know, like absolutely. we're successful because they paved the way. So yep. absolutely. Yeah. GTs is a great kombucha brand, but, you know, everybody just has to find the brand that they like too, yeah. you know, like yeah. that's very important. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. So you guys are grinding. You've got two young kids. You're making it happen. I mean, what's next for you with Natural State Beverage Company? I mean, you're in. Where can people find the beverage? Okay. So I knew you are going to ask this. The best place to go is to check out our webpage, our Instagram page for our vendor list. We're up to 25 vendors. Okay. All of them in, are here in Arkansas. And we're very intentional about just being in this market right now. Well, let me stop you because I sure. think people sometimes miss the mark when they when this when you do this something like this, right? Putting out a consumable product is, you know, you really want to saturate the market that you're in first before you go elsewhere. I mean, the total addressable market for kombucha and natural sodas is huge. The reality is is that if you can perfect it in a place like Northwest Arkansas, you know, wash rinsing and repeating and scaling it up into different areas isn't as hard as you think. It's, you know, the proof is in the concept and getting it off the ground. And so if you all of a sudden get everybody and their mother clamoring for your beverages or whatever fill-in-the-blank product that you're creating, then it becomes easier and more sustainable for you to carry it out long term. So Absolutely. Maintaining our values of having a quality product and consistently able to fill your all shelves was our number one 
responsibility as yeah. our, for our company. We did have an opportunity to work with a national brand to be in 33 of the stores across the Southwest region. And we turned that down because we wanted to focus on extending our flavor lines and just continuing to be in your local stores and coffee shops. Like that yeah. was really important. That's who we are. And that's been important to us. Eventually we will scale up, but right now it's just a two-man team. <laughs> yeah. So Ty, my partner, still maintains a full-time job that he's able to work remote. So okay. he has a real job. Okay. <laughs> Well, this is a real this job, too. This is a real this job. Is, this is a, you know, people always think, oh, this is a hobby. Oh, this is not a hobby. I no. mean, you guys are out here crushing it and grinding on a regular basis. So. When you mentioned earlier, it's like um, another child. And I'm like, yeah, it's like you don't sleep for the first couple of years yeah. and um, you don't pay yourself. Like, it's just it's really hard, but it's also really worth it. Like, I get to choose who I want to work with. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, t I'm intentional with the vendors that I work with, you know. And then the events that we show up to sponsor and just all of that. So when it comes to what does not, where's natural state going? So this week, hopefully we're going to have our first employee to oh, help wow. in production, okay. which is okay. stressful for me. Cause I'm okay. like, okay, now we're responsible for somebody <laughs> else other than us, you yeah. know, but really exciting because my strengths are not in production. They're doing this face-to-face. -face. Sure. I, I can do production, but that's not... That's not your that's thing. That's my... Yeah, yeah. I, got it. I, got it. I, I like my face-to-face -face time. I do. So what this looks like, full disclosure, like we're going to be super transparent here. Ty works his other job and then he does production and he's in charge of all of the equipment. When we need new equipment, when it needs to be worked on, what we need, I don't ever know where to start, but he just, he's a genius when that's it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I run distribution. I run accounting. I run sales. And then I run events, but you'll often see both of us kind of tag team in and out because we're, we're parents too. So when it comes down to the weekends, we've got to really like pull that one. So what we're hoping with an employee is to get me out of production and work into sales a little bit more. And part of my job is making the kombucha flavors. Okay. It's one of my favorite parts of it. I love kombucha. So this summer, you're going to see us launch hopefully another three flavors. Wow. Okay. So um, you've been busy. Yeah. You want to hear a secret? So <laughs> yes. the next flavor is going to be ginger peach. Ooh. Yeah. So okay. I've got it dialed in. I just have to get the label made. And then okay. we'll have, I have another one lined up. It'll be similar to the strawberry, but we're going to do it in another way that it's not an herbal blend. We have a lot of people wanting that back. And so I hear you. <laughs> it's coming. It's I, coming. I hear you guys. Do, uh, do some of these become, is it, are, are some of these things that you can, are sustainable throughout the year or are they going to be more seasonal? They're sustainable. That's our thing. With a small beverage company like ours, everything is small batch, right? Yeah. Like I can these by hand this morning. We're going to have five, hundred to six fifty. Okay. Then that's pretty small batch sure. for a beverage company. But we've chosen ingredients and distributors and different things that we can continue to get yep. all the time. The black elderberry, when we first launched it our first year, there was a blackberry shortage. And then you didn't see our black elderberry on the shelves <laughs> for like six months. And we were like, okay, as much as we want to use local options, it's not always an option. Right. The right. black elderberry does use an elderberry syrup that is grown and harvested very, very local within an hour of us. So there are some ingredients that we use that we try to source locally, but it's also to source these ingredients locally, that farmer would have to work for us full time. That's, sure, sure. I would sure. love to talk to more farmers about that and start yeah. using some local products, but we're not there yet. So, Soon. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think that's part of the ecosystem, right, of being able to support a business like yours is because 
not only are you supporting natural state beverage, but you're also supporting all of those organizations and companies that support them, the farmers and other people. And if you can find more people locally, that just helps our ecosystem. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing better than using locally sourced ingredients for your products. Absolutely. So, yeah, we're really excited about expanding. So new kombucha flavors coming this summer as soon as Krista can get out of production. I'm excited to be on that end of it. Creation is so much fun. Like, I just love that. Sure. Yeah. And I guess just like we're going to be doing the farmer's market this summer. So you guys are going to see us out there grinding. Here in Fayetteville. No, actually Bentonville. Oh, Bentonville. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. On the 17th, we start our farmer's market. Okay. We will be out on the Bentonville Square every Saturday. We, the owners, run it and we'll be there It'd and be there. talk to you guys. Yeah. Like it's. And if you have questions, like we'd love to answer them. You know, I'm still educating. I feel like every weekend in the summer, what is kombucha? Right. You know, like why is your soda better than like yeah. another name brand soda? You know, and I love that connection. That part really resonates with me. You know, I won't say that like I'm super hyped to go to the production and can all day, but mm-hmm. I love creating the flavors and then I love talking to you all. Like, yeah, that really fills my cup up. No, I love that. I love that. And I think that. I mean, I think it's it's good that people can hear that because it just shows you all of the work that goes into getting something off the ground mm-hmm. and you've got to be at the front of it. Right. I mean, like even with what I do with the podcast, I'm like, I'm the, I'm still the face of it is even if I'd like to have somebody else be around and doing what I'm doing, it's like I still have to get out there and get in front of folks. So doing things like what you're doing at the Bentonville Farmer's Market is huge. And, you know, our farmer's markets here in Northwest Arkansas are kind of special. The Fayetteville one has been here for years. I don't know which one came first, Fayetteville or Bentonville. I think it might have been Fayetteville. I think it was Fayetteville. Yeah, because Fayetteville's been around for a long time. And as a matter of fact, you know, there's always some correlation between the Fayetteville Farmer's Market and Ozark Natural Foods, you know, the only food co-op in the state of Arkansas. So shout out to them. But I mean, it's there are a lot of places where you can find or it would make sense to find the natural state beverage company and the kind of stuff that you're putting out because it is so in line with what, with what we're doing here with, with local vendors. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So that's huge. All right. So we know where you'll be at, uh, in the summertime at the Bentonville farmer's market. You're in Ozark natural foods. What other grocery stores are you in locally? If, if somebody listening to this is like, where can I find it? And I don't live in Fayetteville, so I don't. I can't go to ONF. So yeah, cool. So in Bentonville, um, we're not going to be in any grocery stores, but you can find us like at the Table Mesa. They have the little bakery on sure. the side. Yep. Sunny's on Second does carry our kombucha. Two Eleven Coffee Shop, love that little coffee shop. They're always carrying our stuff, all okay. of our flavors across the board. Bike Rack is another huge one of our favorite vendors. They move quite a bit of our stuff for us as well. But really, the best place to go is our webpage. We'll have our vendor listings because you can find us anywhere from Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville. And I've told other accounts that I will not distribute out of Northwest Arkansas because, again, I do it and I don't have time to go over it. So I actually have vendors that come from Benton, Arkansas. Oh, wow. And Conway. And I think I have one in Little Rock as well. And they'll drive to my facility and pick up. Their Folks orders. love their kombucha. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. And so I love that love where I'm like, how about I Eureka can't... Springs? No, I you know I just went there this week and I'm like, okay, when we can <laughs> keep up, I want to hit this place because we love that. Yeah. We love Eureka Springs. Yeah, I mean, you know, even just hearing Eureka Springs, you think people drink kombucha here. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the kind of place where people uh-huh. are drinking kombucha. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. So I mean, it's just a matter of time before you 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 continue to get things out, and I'm I'm, I'm really. 
pleasantly excited to hear that Conway and Benton County, I mean, there are other places that are, you know, coming up here and, and getting your kombucha and making the drive back down to central Arkansas. And it's always nice to hear that. So that's exciting. Yeah. That, that's yeah. Really and those exciting. accounts are like uh, Farmer's Market, Direct Natural State Market and Bell Urban Farms. And these are very, uh, these accounts are also very intentional with who they partner with. And mm-hmm. so a lot of them are local goods and, you know, uh, farm goods and different things like that. Sure, so sure. if you are ever in the area, definitely check those accounts out as well. Yeah, no, would definitely uh, encourage people to do that. We will put everything that you shared, including some really great, great quotes like the well of success is never empty. We will put all of that in the show notes and, and also your contact information. Give us a shout out for the website. It's just naturalstatebeveragecompany.com. Perfect. Perfect. So there you go. And if you follow us on social media, we're really active on Instagram. We have everything linked up in our bio to make it easier for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, listen, please support these folks. If you go and visit the Bentonville Farmer's Market and you see their stand and you heard about them first here on the podcast, let them know and just give them a thank you uh, for what they're doing to, to, to make your gut healthier. And to just provide you with healthier options, especially for your kids. My kids love soda, but we don't let them drink a lot of soda. But I would let them pound these things. I'd let them pound this root beer natural (laughs) soda with a little bit more regularity than I would let them uh, drink Fanta or. It makes a really good root beer float. I can imagine that it does. Yeah. So I, I could totally see that. And that dark cherry fresca is calling my name. So I can't wait to try some of these. But I mean, Krista, thank you so much for what you and Ty are doing. And. You know, we wish you guys nothing but continued success. And, you know, we'll have to probably get you back on the podcast in a, at a future date and time to learn all of your further exploits. But please keep us abreast of everything that's going. Let us know how we can help you here at the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. And I want to encourage you, Northwest Arkansas, to please, please, please support Natural State Beverage Company. If you see them in the in this store, know that this is literally a mom and pop shop for right now. Absolutely. But, but one day we could be talking about them the same way that we talk about GT's Kombucha. And if you don't know who GT's Kombucha is, check them out. He's actually got a really great story, but everybody has to start somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, so that's just that. So I'm really, uh, really appreciative of you coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Krista. And we wish you guys nothing but continued success. Thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. I just love sitting down and talking with entrepreneurs, just interesting people here in Northwest Arkansas. We have so many. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to pick and choose who you bring on the podcast, but I hope you really enjoyed that. To learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. You can subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it. And please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Remember, our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week for another new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.